Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. And I came down, and, and Nigel Lithgow, as a producer, he just said, well, Hunter, you're shit. And you're I was, shit, he just said that. And I was like, I am shit, you know. Yeah. Welcome to the Manzilla Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today. Jack and Cece are with me today. Welcome, guys. We have got an amazing guest on today, and uh, he's a fantastic guy, inspirational man. You might remember him as Hunter from Gladiators, James Crosley. Yay! And, and we feel like before we start, yes. we, should, we should do a bit of a, uh, you know, like Manzilla. Podcast co-hosts, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Three. James Crosley, are you ready? ready. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> I love it. The thing is, such a pleasure to meet you. And you, yeah. No. Thanks for coming. No, thank you, man. You you trained me for the marathon. You helped I did, train yeah. me. Yeah. Um, it was one of the most brutal sessions I ever did. CC, it was in, it was ridiculous. I, I wish you'd videoed it. Well, I think oh. I was pressing you yeah. over my head for most yes. of it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you did. Yeah, it you was did. brutal. It was incredible. No, we did some Tabata actually, which yeah. was the high intensity intervals. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah, wow. it is really. Nice. Is that mm. 20, 20 on twenty off type thing? It's twenty on ten off, but it's getting your heart rate up to ninety percent. That's the difference between Tabata and high intensity intervals, and I think a lot of people think they're doing Tabata when they're not. They're just doing the um, the, uh, the the hip training, but the Tabata is much much harder. But it's very very efficient. It's a Japanese protocol, but it's getting yeah. your heart rate up to ninety percent, which isn't for everybody. You've got to be have a high level of fitness to do it. Really. And, and the benefit of that is, is what like weight loss, or is it more or is it more endurance? Conditioning and weight loss. Uh, yeah, it's a very it. short workout. So one Tabata protocol, if you like, is four minutes. Yeah. So you could literally do four minutes a day and get a massive benefit because of the the, uh, the the epoch effect, which is the afterburn, yeah. you can burn body fat for over 48 hours. Epoch, it's hard to explain. It's, it's doing oxygen consumption. Okay. And that kind of thing. Fantastic. Mm. So how are you after a session then? <laughs> I wish we'd seen you. The thing is with marathon <laughs> training is you can get very repetitive strain injury from that constant pounding on the knee. Yeah. So yeah. We, we talked about this and we basically said this would be do something completely different, yeah. but it'd be still working your conditioning without getting 
kind of problems with your shins and yeah. that kind of thing, and the knees, which, so we did more upper body, didn't we? Yes, we did indeed. We are on location at your house today, James. We are, we yes. We've got two beautiful guests as well with us. The best oh, guests. The best yes. Yes. Much and little. Yeah, they are <laughs> unbelievably lovely, beautiful bulldogs who are just a joy to be around. Uh, yeah, um, they've calmed down a bit now. Yes, they have. They have indeed, yeah. Um, but they're, you know, it, it's it's a lovely environment. Thank you for having us. No, thanks for uh, Today's around. show is all about health, wellness and fitness as we get older. So it's managing that process, feeling good as we get older, feeling better in our later lives, if you like, because things change very quickly, don't they? You know, for all of us, um, staying on top of our health and wellness and our mi mental mindset as well as our physical well-being is just so important, isn't it? It catches you know? up on you so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Think you, yeah do, you think you can be, you know, as fit as you were when you're at school and into your twenties, and then suddenly it all catches up with you, and then you're suddenly like, wow, I can't, uh, I yeah. can't run five k without feeling like I'm going to collapse. Indeed. You know, the escalators are the main thing. When I get to the top of the escalators, I'm like, that's how unfit I am oh, really? now. That's what they push you up. No, no, I walk up them, oh, and I'm like, I get to the top. Like, I'm pretty sure Mr. Still CC, they'll take done. you to the top without any effort. <laughs> no, because I'm always in a rush, so I am yeah, yeah. done, and that's, that's when I know my fitness is bad because yeah. I am panting, and then I'm embarrassed, so I'm like swallowing and like hot, having flushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do the tobacco, whatever yeah. it's tobacco, called. Tobacco, Chewbacco, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give a Star Wars character. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Ewok, it's like, kind of makes sense. The Ewok, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people will know you from, from Gladiators, yeah. of course, James. You know, Gladiators was the iconic series of the 90s and early noughties. Um, you were known as Hunter, Hunter. Uh, one of the most uh, memorable characters, um, and, like, you know, one of the most formidable characters as well Did on there. Did you pick that name yourself? No, what happened is, uh, I think the producers used to sit around a table with a bottle of pop, pretty much like we are now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and say, what should we call him? And they, that's literally what they did, they had this, this, this kind of pool of names. And uh, when I first... Uh, I mean, I joined the show very quickly. They came to see me in Mr. Britain, and 10 days later, I had an audition, and two weeks later, I was filming, so I had wow. no time to prep for it. But I did my audition, they said, yeah, we're gonna call you Trident. Trident, and that was my name, yeah. And oh, I, wow. I kind of, these school kids were there for the audition, they said, oh, can we have your autograph, Trident? And I, I actually signed, so there were kids some, somewhere going, I'm on for this Trident. Exactly. And then we went um, to LWT, and as we were on the way there, they said, well, we've got a Trojan, and it's a bit too close to Trident, so we're going to call you Hunter. Trojan. So they obviously had a pool of names lined up. I think Hunter's an awesome um, yeah. Hunter's yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe they, like, for Wolf, looks a bit like a wolf, yeah. doesn't it? So <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. for some of them, they may be... Uh, angled it to, to, to and Hawk actually there was a guy oh, called yeah, Hawk, Hawk yeah, actually yeah, looked yeah. a bit like a Hawk yeah. so, <laughs> if I look like a hunter I don't know it's good or bad but oh, fantastic. Yeah, so, how did you fall into it then how did you get into uh, Gladiators you got headhunted didn't yeah you? I was very lucky I was in a bodybuilding magazine it was just literally they were flicking through looking for mm. bodybuilders and I know they were looking for tall because a lot of bodybuilders are quite short mm -hmm. and they um, they contacted the magazine who then contacted me and then they came to see this show which was I was in Junior Mr Britain Yeah, and that's where they came and said okay you look great we'd like you to come and do the audition which was basically they, they they were honest they said we've had lots of professional bodybuilders and none of them could climb a rope so yeah. you need, if you can't climb a rope it's an instant no oh wow so i went to my local school uh, i was living in york at the time and i i learned you know the thing is climbing a rope strength wise but it is a skill it's a yeah. technique isn't it so yeah, i spent yeah. about three hours i need to climb yeah. this rope because i knew if i couldn't get up then it was an instant no so i did that and then did the audition and yeah and got it but i was a printer i had done a three-year apprenticeship as right. a printer and playmaker yeah. And, I, and the, my job said, we're not giving you the time off. So I just qualified. Yeah. And it was basically, right, gladiators or 
prince here, and my dad was like, well, you've just spent three years doing this. But at this point, you've just spent three years doing this apprenticeship. And, um, yeah. So there was quite a, quite a lot of friction there because, mm. um, yeah. you know, I'd been training since I was 12, so oh my God. it was wow. the only way to go was wow, somewhere man. with my body. Yeah, you know, I was at my first bodybuilding show at 14, which as you can imagine, if wow. you're, you're my parents seeing your 14-year-old son covered in baby oil, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't bode well, does it? Where did that come from? So 12 well, years old, what yeah, I've, I've done a lot of kind of looking back at this. I think I think the issue was I, I was the youngest brother, and I think you know okay. I, I, my older brother was a bit of bullying, and mm. and I think it was probably that that yeah. escalated into yeah. you know. Then I joined Gladiators. I was the yeah. youngest, and, yeah. and you know, so I think I was just always trying to prove myself to my older brothers, basically. Yeah, yeah. you were the youngest by quite a bit, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, funnily enough, uh, some of them yesterday were different to Jim. Yeah. Jim uh, Good morning, yeah, 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 and um, some of them were like twelve years older than me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and Wolf, when I joined at 19, Wolf was 42. Wow. 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 Yeah. No way. Yeah. 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 Gosh. My God. God. Man, that's incredible. That's a massive age gap. Yeah. Mm. Like, I mean, probably a lot of viewers. We're talking about fitness and aging, and, and yeah. the, the one thing Wolf did, which was a big mistake, is he always felt he had to compete with the younger guys. Yeah. Mm. So he would go to the gym before we filmed the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would massively overtrain, and he was always tearing his hamstrings. Oh, my God. Because really? he'd go and do 10K on a running machine, and then yeah. they'd go, right, climb the wall, do the pendulum, do this. Yeah, yeah. And he was always getting hurt, and it was because he was just doing too much. And that's mm. the thing. Often as you age, you, it's not about doing more. It's about being sensible about yeah. what you're yeah. doing. You know, thinking Completely. About you, you were famous, I believe, for being the best, almost undefeated in the wall. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing. And, uh, you know, I suppose it was that older brother syndrome is that when I, the first year I got there, they said, right, climb the wall. Bear in mind, I've just come straight off a bodybuilding stage. Yeah. And I couldn't even get halfway up. I just remember Cobra going, boom, buzz me. <laughs> I, I was in these, like, bodybuilding lycras, you know, thinking, oh, yeah. it's super cool. All getting torn, cuts all over my arms. And I came down and, and Nigel Lithgow was a producer. He just said, right, come to your shit. And I was like, I am shit, you know. Yeah. And it really, like, was, you know. Nigel Lithgow said this as well. Anyway, so I knew I couldn't do anything about it because I had no time to train. But having this mentality, I've never been fast, I've never been strong, but I've always had this crazy mentality. Of, so I basically went, went, went home and became Rocky Balboa for 12 months, you oh, know. Wow. Training wow. twice a day. I, I found something to replicate each event. So for the duel, I was tying my feet together and boxing. For atmospheres, I was pushing a car around a car park. I joined a wow. climbing wall. I was climbing with bags of weights on my back. Yeah. And I went out, turned, I turned up next year, people were like, yeah. <laughs> what's up? And I was like, up the wall like that. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it just shows you that it's all about um, the consistency, event practice, and, and, and just having that goal. And that's how, why I'm always talking about goal setting when mm -hmm. I talk about training and over 40 fitness and that. And because you know, it doesn't matter what your genetic gifts are. If you set goals and just knock them off, knock them off, knock them off, you, you can achieve anything, really, it's wow. the mindset. So how did you learn yeah. that? How did you come about to be so dedicated and sort of, I suppose, uh, disciplined with, with your mindset at such a young age? Um, it's, yeah, it's a good idea, question because when I first started setting goals, I didn't know anything about goal setting. And my goal was, my main goal was, at 12 years old, I wrote down, I want to be junior Mr. Universe at 19. Yeah. Wow. And I want to have the same arm size and body weight as my age. So a 12 inch arm, a 12 stone, 13 stone, which I had, yeah. but you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You had so a 12 inch arm at 12 years old. Yeah, so then at 19, I had a 19 inch arm and I was wow. 19 stone, Jeez. but I had a head like a medicine ball because <laughs> to get to 19 oh, stone, God. I had to like force feet. So I was drinking packs of fat, full fat milk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. And I would, but you know, because I, 
I, so I was goal setting before I knew what goal setting was really. Yeah. Yeah. And then now we talk about smart goals. You yeah. About smart yeah, yeah. goals and all yeah. that kind of thing. And so now it's a bit more, um, uh, I suppose, a bit more specific. But so yeah, I mean, I started it from from that very young age, just writing stuff down and then just ticking it off. And then obviously, when I got into gladiators, I realised I had to change everything. So then I just kind of. Did a massive switch. And yeah. was Gladiators a competitive environment between you and the other the other Gladiators? It, it wasn't. Well, we knew that if you weren't, if you were really bad, you could get sacked. But yeah, yeah. I, personally, yeah, it was very competitive for me. Not for all of them. Some of them just enjoyed being there, and they would go home and just do weights like a normal bodybuilder. But for me, uh, the, the, the weights became very secondary because. To be fair, if you throw a bit of fake tan on and you've got a lycra on that's squeezing everything in yeah. and you're on telly and you're in half decent shape, you look you look mm-hmm. it, but you can't cheat, you can't fake climbing a wall, no. a 40 foot wall or being on a pendulum that's 60 feet in the air swinging, you know, 200 metres each way or climbing a pole and, you know, you can't cheat that. It's, it's just a case of you've got to be able to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. to stay on the show, did you have to keep to a certain... Wait, no, they didn't. They didn't like say to, but it. obviously people were very body conscious because I don't know. The women's costumes just got smaller and smaller. And then suddenly they'd have this. Thing, what was a nappy suddenly became like a, a dental <laughs> floss. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the women were very, uh, and we as guys, we were always like hoping, we were like praying, don't get the two piece. Because if you got the two piece, you had to have abs. Yeah. You know? Right. So we didn't really know whether you're going to get the one piece or the two piece. They kind of. <laughs> but mine stayed a one piece right through. Which yeah. Is, you know, I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> and you're um, a um, world record powerlifting champion, aren't you? Uh, well, I, I, again, this is the thing is when I. Mm. The goal setting, as I've got older, has actually got a little bit more out of hand. Right. Because oh, God. <laughs> to be able to get them, I've got to. I've had to become cocoon myself. So I, I decided, uh, it was two years ago, I decided to go for a world record, yeah. which is a grip world record, um, lifting these ancient dinny stones. So the dinny stones are these stones in Scotland on a rusty metal ring. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Two yeah. rusty metal That's rings. That's right, yeah. And yeah, I, um, so I trained for that for four months. And again, it was just like, like I wake up thinking about stones. I went to bed thinking about <laughs> stones. I was just like the most boring man on the planet. Like, <laughs> definitely. And... Um, I, I, you know, the rec- the record was held by Mark Felix, who's been in World's Strongest Man oh, eleven yeah. times. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was it was impossible, really. But again, it was about mindset. I'd set, and it was a niche world record. I set my mind to do it, and um, yeah. I went from holding it from two seconds was the first time I held it. So I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the world record, I got uh, I got thirty four point eight, I think, or something like Gosh, that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. man, that's but incredible. But again, it was. Um, it was, you know, at the end of it, I just got like a, a, a world record and a, a, a signed a book, and but it doesn't. It was, you know, it was it was a lot of, of life commitment for, yeah, yeah. you know. But it was something I wanted to do, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I haven't got a powerlifting world record. I had okay. the British record for yeah. deadlift, and I had the British record for bench press. Right. Again, uh, two years ago in, oh, in wow. my, my my age category. Yeah. Oh, what wow. were you eating to get to this like two years ago? Well, no, this is the thing is that, uh, you see, I, I was never, I'm not like, I'm like a strong bodybuilder, basically. So I, I entered, um, I, I ended up in the world's strongest master in, in May this year. And it, I was, I was, I was put in 48 hours notice. Somebody pulled out and the, the organizer contacted me and said, look, you know, we know that you, I basically, I was this close to qualifying for it twice. Right. I was one place off. So he said, would you come down? And I'd just done the Dinny Stones. And I thought, well, I've got a decent grip strength. Um, anyway, I got there and I was the lightest man by 60 kilos. Oh Mark, Mark Felix was the second oh, lightest man. Oh my yeah. god! So I look like, like their son. 
And I've always pictures of me with these guys. Like, so I'm a hundred, to put it in perspective, I'm a hundred, uh, 106 kilos, something yeah. like that. So the heaviest guy was 196 kilos. That was the heaviest guy. Oh, he was thin and strongest <laughs> man. But he literally looked like he could eat me for breakfast. You know, I was sat wow. next to him at breakfast. And he was enormous. Yeah, yeah. So I did that and it was a bit of survival. But I got through to the final, which was the goal. And it was amazing. But um, yeah, I've kind of knocked all the strong one on the head after that. I do, I do bits and pieces, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 quite taxing on the body, and you've got to be careful. Mm. You know, stuff tears quite easy when you're so lifting that kind of weight. Going forward with like all your training you've done for years and years and years and years, like you must have you know a set. It sounds like a set uh, structure to how you approach training. What are your yeah. like sort of what, what are your what are your what are your tips and tricks for keeping so fit and so okay. healthy uh, going through through life? Well, the, the thing is, you've got to be consistent, right? And that's the thing. And, it, and what tends to happen is people, uh, you see all these 12 week, eight week transformations, they're really popular at the moment. But what happens is people do them and they live like a monk for 12 weeks and they mm. look amazing. Yeah. And then they, they rebound and they come out of it and they actually put more weight on what they were. So yeah. you've got to be very careful. It's great to set goals. So the best people yeah. to train are people getting married. Oh, right. Because yeah. they've, they've got this target of looking amazing for the yeah. wedding. And I remember I training a couple who were getting married and they were like, they cracked open a bottle of fizzy water for, <laughs> for New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, they were all in. But then they rebounded, uh, of yeah. course. So you've got to be have something lifestyle that fits into your lifestyle. It's got to be something that you can sustain, not just for a short period of time. Yeah. So people say to me, what's the best workout in the world? And the best workout in the world is the one you enjoy and the one you'll stick to. So I could say to you, right, this is the best workout in the world. It's actually an HSBC statement. <laughs> <laughs> but I could say, this is the best workout in the world. And you take that, but you'd be like, I hate squats, um, yeah. I pull-ups, nightmare, and you just won't do it. Whereas you might enjoy CrossFit uh, or running, and you might enjoy playing rugby. And you might enjoy Definitely. riding horses, you know. And but you've got to find that. You've got to find that. I like the way you went round. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you would be riding a horse. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You definitely well, do. I've got some jumpers on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. So it's finding that, and uh, the couple that I trained actually, uh, it's probably the only only person I've ever sacked from from training someone. I don't train many people. I literally take like four or mm. five people, and that's it. But um, he just clearly, he sat there yawning like, like a diplodocus. So, <laughs> and I, I pulled him aside and said, listen, this isn't going to work. And, and we found out he liked fencing. Right. So we started fencing. We joined him in a club, got all that. And he lost two stone from the fencing. Wow. wow. And he loved it. And he still does yeah. it now. And he sustained it. And he, he, he was bullied into doing the weights because he had to lose the weight for the wedding. But yeah. it, it wasn't what he wanted to do. So it's yeah. finding that, that, that little mm. niche, something. And there's always something that you'll enjoy. And if you can find that, because it's not about just changing your body shape. It's about burning calories yeah. and you know keeping the metabolism going. Not yeah, lifestyle change, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. So that's the biggest key is finding something. It's all right. If you've got the money to have a personal trainer, I can train you three times a week. Of course, we can, we can, we can do miracles with you, yeah. but then you've, you've got someone there cracking the whip, but yeah. most people don't have that luxury. No, not at all. And not you could buy a, 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 you know, a plan or a DVD, but you look at it once and you do it twice, then it's just like, okay. Yeah. So what do you like doing, Gav? What's your, what would be your, well, yeah, your okay, sport? All of you, let's go around you. What is your, what do you think? What could it be besides horse riding? Oh my God, yeah, besides <laughs> horse riding. Um, oh God, I mean, I, I'm quite into the high intensity stuff, you know, the stuff that we did when we trained uh, in a couple so of years. 
classes is great because that's accountability. Yeah. So if you've got a couple of friends you can do, do a hit class with, yeah. then that's a really good yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Because um, it's having that accountability. Right, I'm going to turn up at six o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all going to go there together. So accountability is another really important factor of, yeah. of you know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday or yeah. something. And then yeah. you make it quite social as well. Sure. And, and they say that's actually why having someone like a personal trainer is actually part of that as well. Because yeah. you've got someone to let down. Exactly. You can't be asked yeah. out on the moment yeah. 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 training. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like with anything. If you've got a goal, it's all well and good having it in your head. But until you write it down, it's just an idea. Yeah. yeah. And if you write it down or tell someone or give someone else the onus over it as well as you, you're yeah. more likely to achieve it. Yeah. And you know what? Instagram gets a lot of stick yeah, for, you know, this and this and this. But I tell you why I, why I love Instagram for my own personal training is I, I use it as a as accountability. Yeah. yeah. So I'll go and say, I'm going to lift these stones today and I'm yeah. going to put it on Instagram. Okay. Okay. And it's just oh, like, I all like of a sudden that. I've got an audience of yeah. X amount of oh, like 1.1 million. All of a sudden I've got this accountability of, right, this dude's going to lift this stone. And, you know, it's there in your head because, so I think that's one kind of one plus point, even though I, I do appreciate it's got a lot of negatives, but there's a bit of accountability everywhere. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm. I'm going to start doing that in the morning, going, I'm going to yoga, yeah, even yeah. though I'm drunk, and then just go anyway. <laughs> is, that, is that your... Is that your, your yeah, we your can't just take a video of the yeah. front of the yoga Good. place, though. Actually <laughs> oh, no, they won't know about yoga, yeah. Blocked. <laughs> can't exactly. But the see. yoga stuff is, you know, Pilates and yoga, I find that incredible. I find that, that amazing. Yeah. You see, I've been, I've, gladiators, I did a lot of yoga, I and now I do... I, I teach a lot of um, strength and conditioning in yoga centres. Oh, right, right. I do yoga at least twice a week. Do you? Yeah. Brian Giggs put his whole career down yeah. to yoga and Pilates. Yeah, yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said he, yeah. was the, he played for as long as he did because he did yoga from, from basically day one. Well, I would say my athleticism wow. when I was doing the wall and yeah. all that went up by about 60% from yoga. Oh, really? Words. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. Because but, of the, you know, the stretches for a big guy to yeah. get your leg up here. Of course. Yeah. Of Bloody course. hell. Bloody hell. Mental. But it's it's almost like, you know, there's a bit of a, a kind of stereotype around that sort of stuff, isn't there? For, for... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Traditional guys, if you like. Old-school thinking guys that wouldn't necessarily... Well, ever countenance the idea of going to a yoga studio, going to a Pilates studio. It's a great way to meet girls. Yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely true. Oh my God, I'm coming with yeah. you next I, I take Gavin with me. <laughs> Gavin loves it. Where the hell's my invite? Gavin <laughs> loves yoga. This is, I'm, this I'm, is you know, my uh, single man. This is my, uh, this is my <laughs> tip for yoga because the thing is, there's so many different kinds. Yeah. Right. And I've, I've done a lot of yoga, so. People go to Bikram and they don't like Bikram. They just say Bikram, you're in a you know a sauna if you like. It's this super hot room and it's yeah. an hour and a half. It's, I don't like Bikram. Yeah. And um, 
and they say oh, I'm not doing yoga ever again but then there's so many other styles mm-hmm. and for somebody that's older and they've got like a lot of issues with their back yin yoga is the one yin so, yoga, yin yin yoga. yoga. So hey, not yang yin yeah. <laughs> yang's the opposite yeah. <laughs> so yin you hold the poses for three to five minutes and the connective tissue loosens and it's very slow very methodical oh, I can't stand it honestly yeah. and it's so hard if you want to be more athletic than vinyasa Okay. It's, uh, it's very, very I good. So You've done all of that. You've done more, yeah. Vinyasa can be very quick. It's all about flow and breadth and, you know, it's a bit different. But it, just because one doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean you can't try another style. Because yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's all sorts of different styles of yoga. Yeah. The, the kind of motivational speaking and the uh, inspiration for, for young people as well. You go into schools and talk to them about cyber Well, you go to more offices than schools, oh, actually, because okay. you go to a school, no one knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, who's, who's this dude? <laughs> <laughs> because we've got a niche audience, I yeah. suppose, of, between, say, what am I, 40? Yeah. <laughs> so, let's say 35 to 50. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I do. I do quite a lot. Where we, we do, we do. I do mainly talking about health and fitness in the offices because the office is like a new coal mine. Oh right, for okay. problems. Everybody's sedentary. That's interesting. Looking at computers yeah. all day, yeah. so they're, they're they're eating stuff out of a vending machine. Yep. And they're, they're grabbing sandwiches on the route. They're doing no exercise. They're yeah. on a train. So it's it's literally become like a coal mine as far as problems and health right. problems. So we do more in offices. Um, posture and all that as yeah, well. Yeah, posture. So God. these muscles, the traps, yeah. mm. not only they go, the chest, so you've got to open the chest. So yeah, I mean, the core completely yeah. sagging, uh, sags, sagans. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good word. Making my own words. Yeah, yeah. It's coined right here. He said So the core sags. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you get, office workers have this um, definite look if they don't do any exercise. And yeah. also, Flat bums. Yeah, I felt my bum went like that yeah, when I was working in an office. Yeah. They have, if they have, it's because you're sedentary, and we all carry weight in different areas. So women genetically tend to carry it around the the glutes, and tend to carry it around the waist. So we yeah. all have a kind of a genetic place where we, we, we the butter gets. And often women come and I'll say, right, I want to do it off my ass. Yeah, but yeah. it's the last place it'll go. So the face will go. The chest will go, yeah. and then finally, and it's, yeah, that's yeah, just genetics. It's not like is you, that can, right? you can't spot reduce yeah. and say, right, I want to lose fat here, I want to lose fat here. It's it just goes when it wants to go in those places. So you, sometimes you've got to lose it everywhere else before yeah. you. So for men, the last place tends to be the abs. Yeah, yeah, which is where you want to. Definitely the case for me. Definitely the case for me. Very yeah, cool. yeah. Going into the, the fit at forty stuff. Mm. That was, um, I think that's a really amazing initiative because it is something that I think a lot of guys get to a point and they sort of forget about their fitness. They forget about their, their fitness physically and they forget about their fitness mentally as well. And I guess the two are linked, aren't they, maybe? The problem is when people are over 40, often they have a family. Yeah. So they open the fridge and it's full of like mm. rubbish. Yeah. And they, they're working, they're working long hours. They're time, they're, they're, they're time poor. So they're working or they're with a family and they've got no time to actually put to themselves and work on their own health um, and they can be very sedentary so all this in a cold a cauldron together yeah it creates these problems and, and like we said with the offices if, if it's an office worker often they have posture issues they have core issues um, and then they have sleep issues because they're stressed so yeah. it just becomes a massive issue and it, it, all these things are fairly easy to sort out but they they have to be motivated they have to say right I'm gonna make some changes one of the biggest um, yeah. changes they need to make is food prep. 
Right. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, the saying my dad used to say to me when I was six, <laughs> fail to prepare, prepare to fail, which is, you know, I get a tattoo saying that because it's so true. Yeah. And it's, it's just like if you don't prepare, especially when it comes to stuff like that, because otherwise you're just eating what you can. And I always get people to write down what they eat for three days. And, and most people, it's, it's 80, 90 percent carbs. Yeah. Because they're just grabbing what they can and they're not yeah. thinking about zero vegetables, low protein and just carb, 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 carb because yeah. you know they're on the go. And it's it's yeah. a case of taking stock and actually saying, right, I'm actually going to do something about it. And most people, it's fairly easy to sort out, but they have to they have to have a high stakes. It's got to be something that's, you know, we all will have a different buzz point, which will say, okay, yeah, this is going to put fire in my belly. But you've, mm-hmm. you've yeah, got yeah. to find that buzz point to put fire in your belly to make you yeah. actually... Make you actually make a start and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. target. One thing yeah. I do, this is, works really well, is I book a professional photographer. Okay. And I'll say, right, in twelve weeks, top off. We're going to do a. <laughs> we're going to do a photo shoot in the gym. Um, Interesting. Yes. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, your training and your, your nutrition and everything steps up a bit. I've been like there. All of us. Yeah. I've been there. You've done that. Have you? Have well, I've been, I've been modelling for ten years, and I've, there's been times when my agents called me and gone. Yes, Jack, uh, uh, we've got a casting coming up in about five weeks. Uh, how, how's your body looking at the moment? And I'm like, I'm in my head, I'm going, shit. And in my, out, 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 out of my mouth is, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. Shame yeah. my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, they say to me, okay, cool, so would you, would you be keen to cast? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Put the phone down and shit myself. Because yeah. I'm like, right. And But then it, the, the motivation is literally, I've, yeah. got, I've, got to, I've got to prove it to myself. And I go into, I become you know, a monk for basically yeah. five weeks. Now, there is that issue that you can do that, and then you'll rebound. Yeah. So, but it's, it's just giving sometimes... You need to have that initial kickstart. Yeah, yeah. So if suddenly somebody loses two stone and they then and then, and then they've got that photo shoot. Yeah. But then they have to say, right, now you've done that. Let's. So this is why it's good to, to do periodization of your training, where you have like a, a fat loss phase, a yeah. hypertrophy bodybuilding phase, yeah, a strength phase. So yeah. it keeps you varied. It keeps it varied. You don't get bored. But yeah. also you've got a program to follow rather than just again we're do the same thing for twelve right. months. But it has to also become habit because think about it. A lot of people will train for a particular event. Let's say you mm. know a wedding or a photo shoot, whatever. Yeah. And it will more or less be probably about twelve weeks, maybe three, four months away. Yeah. Then after that, they're like, well, I've done that now. Yeah. Life can go on. But actually, if you continue the habit through, it doesn't become a chore. It yeah. becomes part of your life. Mm. I mean, that's the trouble. That's ninety percent of people. They'll they'll train for something. Yeah. So it's it's very hard to instill new habits in people. But yeah. You know, that's what we're trying to do is just is, is say to people, right, the nutrition, the training, the stress management, the sleep, the kind of lifestyle, it's all got to kind of, yeah. sometimes it's, it's got lot, to switch. It? Yeah, so but factors. you know, like a lot of people in their 20s, they might be heavy drinkers, but yeah. as you get older, your metabolism slows down, so yeah. you can't eat as much food, you can't take as much alcohol, and what you could get away with, it's like a cat with nine lives, what you could get away with in your 20s, suddenly in your 30s, you can't get away with, in your 40s, but they've still got that lifestyle of I'm 20 years old, mm. you know, living like a Saudi king, flip top head drinking. My <laughs> body can't take it anymore. Yeah. I just eat what I want. And before you know it, yeah. that 20 year old who was looking like a, a model suddenly yeah. looks like Jabba the Hutt. So it's, <laughs> the it's thing true. is your body, it, as it ages, you can't fight aging. Now there is something to be said about mentality, about yeah, yeah. you know not thinking I'm old, I'm this and that. And I, and I, I, suddenly I, I watched a podcast the other day yeah. about this, this team of people they were in their 70s and 80s and they were, were put into this um, pod and they had everything in the 1950s, the music, yeah. they had everything. They were dressed like the 1950s and it, it made them feel young again. They tested their ages before they went in, 70, 80, whatever. When yeah. they came back, 
Average, they were 12 years younger. Wow. So there is wow. that kind wow. of thing about the mindset of believing yeah. and, and living a certain way and doing things that make you feel young, whether it's dancing, whether yeah. it's, um, you know, wh whatever it is, it's, it's, it's doing things that make you feel and, and having that self-belief that, you know, when you see people say, oh, I'm so old, I'm, I'm so tired, I can't do this anymore. I, I hear it all the time, but yeah. it's a very negative. Mm. And if your mind says that, then your yeah. body will believe yeah. it. Oh, I can't do a marathon. I'm, I'm right. 50 years old. I'm not 50, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a marathon. I'm 50 years old. Or I, I can't do this. Uh, I can't yeah. do this. And it's, it's all can't. And someone said to me yesterday, um, they were actually going to, um, they were actually going to a, a strongman competition. Yeah. A big one. It was like a world strongman. And they said, oh, well, I'm an underdog and I'm this and I can't do this. And I said, listen to yourself. Yeah, you know, you yeah. completely talk yourself out out of this by saying can't can't, and he was so negative. By the end of it, we were, well, actually, you've got no pressure on you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've trained like a madman for this. You're like Rocky Balboa. You go yeah. there, and you've got to change that mindset rather than. And he was like that by the end of it. He was like a lion. You yeah, know? And it's, <laughs> it's very easy to talk yourself out of things when it's really we should be promoting and, and, and bigging ourselves and, and thinking yeah. positively rather than negatively. Oh. That's a massive thing. Like See, they say that the thinking, the action and the feeling centre within your whole body are all connected. Like if you have a bad day, yeah. you will tend to look like you've had a bad day and yeah. think you've had a bad day. Yeah. Mm. So if you, as you said, walk into a, I mean, I get it quite a lot with when I go to auditions, you know, you could look at an audition for something as, oh my God, the director's super scary and it's a massive role and da da da, so I'm nervous, therefore I'm gonna like walk in nervous, I'm gonna look nervous, or you could go, it's an opportunity. Yep. and therefore walk in with a positive mindset and therefore then probably give the best audition of your life Absolutely, because you've yeah. got the mm. right attitude towards the whole thing. So with trainers, you said you've probably got people that say, I can't do this. Well, have you got any evidence to support that you can't do it? A lot mm. of people say it's, that. But, yeah. it, but you're right. It's, often it's when you get out. older as well, people think I'm yeah. too old to start this. Okay. I'm too old to do this. And I just remember a time, um, I mean, I've been playing the guitar in 23 years or something. Yeah. And um, I said to my friend, I was living with a guy at the time, I said, I'm going to learn the guitar. And he went, you're too old to learn an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I a band two years later. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, him saying that was probably the impetus to make me think I'm a bit of a psycho to learn the yeah. instrument. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you've got to find those little things. But, you know, if I started playing piano today, and yeah. I really went for it. In five years, I'd be, a, you know, a very good pianist, wouldn't I? But it's, yeah. the trouble is people, but it's so easy to throw stuff away, isn't it? Oh, I'll do this, I'll do this, I can't be asked for that, I'm no good at that. Yeah, because yeah. we haven't got that staying power anymore, and it's, it's really trying to kind of tap into that again. How, so how do you change that, though? Because if you've got, some people are just naturally pessimistic, aren't they? Yeah. How do yeah. you bring yeah. that out of them? And, and often you surround yourself. You see, you know when you see your friends, and they come and they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's very draining to be around mm. pessimistic people. It's got to be a mindset change. Yeah. But how you know, do you do that? Well, you've got to start thinking positively. I think meditation and really kind of mm. sitting there on your own quietly and having real positive beliefs. Listen to the man's in the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. It, that's, it's that's... a really good thing. But the thing is, the most powerful tool in your body is the mind. And the body, I mean, I broke a world record, which was impossible. Mm. It was completely impossible what I did. But the point was... I really made believed and really and I went through periods where I, I was walking out of the gym crying thinking what am I doing my hands were bleeding really? my fingers were dislocating I, both my wrists have, have burst from the, you know but I, I just I absolutely believed I could do it and it was it was, yeah, it was just mindset now that is the extreme yeah yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely but if you can just kind of sit there quietly and have these positive beliefs, I always do these meditations where I believe there's light going into my body, going into my head, and it's going through my body, and this light is, is like full of lions yeah. going into your body and then filling you with power. And then as you breathe out, all the kind of ghosts and darkness goes out of your oh, mouth. Wow. And you really have to have this kind of self-belief. And 
you can sit in a room and, and say, right, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And by the time of it, everybody's like ready to top themselves. Yeah. <laughs> everybody feels negative. But if you're in a room and everybody's really positive, you know, then you have positive thoughts and you can leave there thinking positive things and do positive things. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, there's no one size fits all for that. You've got to find your own little niche. But mm-hmm. the, the main thing yeah. is actually to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to say, right, I want, I want to be positive. I want to start doing things and not kind of be set in this because as we get older we get set in our ways well this is my routine this is my routine and to actually break out of it is is one of the biggest uh yeah the hardest things to do oh it really is isn't it do you yeah. know something guys i hate to do this we're, we're finishing the show uh, what ah! yeah we're finishing the show it, it, it rolls so quickly it rolls ridiculously quickly well, it does as well. actually i oh, know we were right we're all right i think i was actually yeah yeah oh, i think yeah, i was no, right. no. Jump the gun there. Jump the gun there. What advice would you give to someone who is in a bit of a rut, maybe wants to sort of break out of their cycle, maybe wants to get fit, lose a bit of weight? Um, What would you advise them from the very beginning? Well, firstly, I think if they're starting from scratch, it's good if they can find someone they can do it with. Having training partners makes a massive difference because just to rock up to a gym or or, or something on your own is quite difficult. So get that accountability, find somebody. And then, you know, make sure you you prioritise your time. Um, And it's very easy to... People say, I've run out of time. And then they're watching EastEnders. You know, it's, you've got to prioritise your time. Now, often it's good to get it done in the morning. Yeah. To get up half an hour earlier. Because once your day's done and this and you've got family, you get home, you run out of time. So you've got to prioritise your time and say, right, my, my health is a priority. So I've got to actually make that time. So put the time in, find yeah. the accountability. And if you can find something you enjoy, yeah, that, that's going to help. You know, if you, if you go there and you absolutely loathe it, it's not going to be ideal. So yeah. find something, but, you know, and find that. And also with the nutrition, the nutrition is key so oh, yeah. much to this kind of thing. So you've yeah. just got to be very mindful about what you eat. And like drinking, I would never say don't drink, but let's have a look at uh, drinking. A, a beer's got 180 calories, yeah. okay? So if I drink 10 beers, now when you try to burn body fat, you've got to burn the, the carbs, you've got to burn the protein, you've got to burn the fat, yeah. but then you've got to burn 1,000 calories of beer before all of that, because the, the beer's like yeah. treacle in yeah. front of that. Oh, wow. Am so I right in saying that alcohol, you have to burn off first before everything that's else? That's right, yeah. yeah. Not only that, it has hormonal issues. So oh, wow. everything, yeah. you know, your hormones, are, especially with binge drinking, your hormones are all over the place, and then you tend to crave bad food, or you miss eating, so your blood sugar's all over the place. So uh, you look at something like a single so- shot of gin or vodka, it's about 80 calories. Yeah. Now, I have that with Slimline Tonic, tonic and a, a bit of lemon, it's 80 calories as opposed to 180. Good and to I'm, know. And also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. people are in the habit of ordering doubles. I'll have a double gin and tonic. And it just comes out like it's normal. Yeah. Whereas if you have a single, if you have a single like, drink, yeah. Yeah, it may, again, it'll make a massive difference because you've got to drink two of those to your one double. Of course. And plus, you've got the extra tonic, so you're hydrating. So wow. you've just got to be mindful about stuff like that as well. I'm not saying, like, you know, be the most boring man on the planet and sit there <laughs> drinking milk. <laughs> but you know when you're drinking you've got to be aware I mean Wolf famously yeah. when we were doing this we did this re- remake of a show and he was there drinking a pina colada and for pina colada <laughs> I don't drink alcohol <laughs> I don't like it anyway pina colada is the highest calorie drink and it's like 480 calories for oh a pina colada really? and he's there with it all over his chin and I'm just thinking but bear in mind Wolf 
to be fair to him, he, he's barely ever drinks. So yeah, yeah. He, he, he obviously doesn't like the taste of alcohol. So a pina colada must have tasted like a, a protein shake yeah. to him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a banana protein shake or something. Yum. So you've just got to be thinking of all those factors, really. Yeah, absolutely. Great stuff, guys. Thank you very much, James. Thanks Where can people me. find you online? Um, so my Instagram, Mr. James Crossley. I suppose yeah. that's the most uh, I'm on socially. And my uh, website is fitat40plus.co.uk. Oh, I love it. Very good. Where can we find you, Gav? Oh, I'm Gavin R. Official, standard old, and CC is at CC underscore Coleman underscore. There we are. Still oh, underscores. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgy. Absolutely. And Jack, you are no, not on social media. No, I'm not on. But you can find me at the Anime yes. Mandela podcast uh, online. Yes, uh, and we, you know, you is there a reason? Is that a health reason why you're not on social media? Partly, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mentally, I just wasn't like. Wasn't, but I know a lot of people me. that are there because it's they, they find that they're on it too often. Mm. Yeah. You know, and it's a good way of. Mm. Especially if you're trying to sell something, but it can be very life absorbing. And Absolutely. That two hours you spend on Instagram or Facebook, that's when you could be in the gym, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I, we live. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, it's lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It takes, it takes out a lot of part of your day, but also, no, I, had, I, was, I was doing a lot of goal setting actually last year or the year before last, and uh, one of my big goals, I was pushing to the back of the queue every time I went to revisit my goals, and I, and I looked at it and went, well, what, what's stopping me from doing that? Yeah. Where's my time going? an hour, two hours, three hours of Instagram every day. And one that I just swapped it. I, I, one of my goals was to learn Spanish. So I, I deleted Instagram and downloaded Spanish learning app instead. Yes, it does. That's amazing. I suppose the trouble is that nowadays, if you rather than advertising, it's a great way to get to people, but you still find yourself, you find yourself procrastinating on it. True. So I think See, you've got to definitely put a time limit on it and say X amount of time a day. But yeah. yeah. Do you get that screen thing every Sunday? It says how many hours you've been on your oh, phone. I, That's it scary. Does. Oh, I don't look at that. Mm. Oh, it just flashes up. I'm I like, I didn't ask yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. quite scary. It, mm. It's worrying. Yeah. Very, it's very, very worrying. worrying. Four hours a day is very. But how worrying. many people do you yeah. walk into in the street and they just like that and they just walk straight into you? Oh, bang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just on the phone. I don't want to do it there. These two dogs with me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just I like, didn't see a thing, so I couldn't really move because I've got you know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Brilliant stuff, guys. Uh, also, we'd love you to su uh, subscribe as well. And that is at Manzilla Online on Instagram and all the other social media platforms. Uh, and on the podcast providers that you listen to, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. There's loads of them. Stitcher, apparently, as well as one of them. That's loads. a good one. Is it good one? Acast. A oh, Acast, yeah. Acast. Acast. We love Acast. Um, Chromecast. Um, Chromecast yes. Yeah, Cheers. exactly. Brilliant stuff. Guys, thank you very much indeed. James, Cece, as always. Jack, thank you. this has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great day. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 